Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. What's there to talk about today, I wonder? <laughs> Something going on this weekend? I don't know. I don't have a lot of plans. I love you all so much. You know how much I love every single person that supports this program. But I'm out. I am so emotionally unavailable right now. I'm sitting here. I didn't I know if we were going to drop that line on the air. All right. I see <laughs> you. Here we are. I see you. Hi. Hi, my dear work husband. I see Sam. I have so much respect and admiration and love for everyone and everything that goes into putting this show on. For every single person that listens and helps us support our families. But I really just want to jump out the window and run to the airport and get out of here. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, I'm packed. I'm wearing my cute little Mahomes um, Super cute. Um, uh, jean, jean jacket, jacket that a listener made for me for the last Super Bowl. Mm, and so this luck. is sort of a little good luck jacket from one of our listeners. Right. If you start running to the airport now, you might get there by 8 when your flight leaves. I know, I know, I know. It's... Uh, was the only option that we had. Well, but are we not taking our meds anymore? No, I took it. I took it. I took it. Look, I'm amped look, up. Look I took it late. Eye. I took it late. Swear on the Lord. Swear. I swear on the Lord. I swear to him. No, I took it. Hmm. I don't have to swear on anything. Swear on my father's grave. I will swear on your father's grave. Although you that, because that, that, that's about as high as it gets. Yeah. For me. And and first of all, you should really save swear on your father's grave when like you think I've stolen a thousand dollars from you or something. Not like <laughs> did you take your meds? Well, that's more like. Swear on your Diet Coke that I love so much. Yeah, that's right, that's right, Sam. That's where I was about to go. We talking about the money I gave you for the train tickets? or Right. No, I really will give you that back at some point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I did I'm let it sit in the bank. not going to hold my breath. No, I did let it sit in the bank for a couple days because Vegas. But Make yeah, you feel good? You will get your money back. Okay. Uh, by the way, at 2.15 this afternoon, Alex Gold will be joining us oh, from 610 Sports. Wait. He's on Radio Row in Las Vegas. And right before we get to Alex Gold, you will hear, as promised, Dana Wright and Kara Markser, who came back to the show yesterday for, for so just a little good bit to see of time. Her. It was great to have her in the building. Uh, Kara Markser and Dana Wright will break down the Super Bowl like only they can do at 2.15. And here's just a little bit of a teaser. People were trying to blame her for oh. the team struggling during the regular season. Everyone's like... Oh, Travis is slowing down. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <clears throat> Why, who could you be talking about? <laughs> I don't know. But did you see the cast of characters so that are gathered in Vegas? I mean, I feel like the Super Bowl is just right, right, right. kind of that. a, you know, dumpster fire anyway in normal years. 
But you throw Vegas into the Super Bowl. Did you oh, see yeah. Flava Flav walking down Media Row the other night, uh, doing interviews and taking photos with Lynn Jennings? And did you see Prince Harry walk out last night at the awards? Um, I did, and I screamed on Twitter, "OMG, yeah. Harry!" And I'm here to tell you, if I run into Prince Harry in Las Vegas, there is going to be some sort of international incident that makes the news. You know, I can't even imagine, and I've never been to the Super Bowl, um, and quite frankly, um, maybe for the experience I would want to go, but I, it, it just seems like too much. I, I can't even imagine what the security is like in Las Vegas right now. Everything that they got and more. Oh, yeah. Everything that they I got mean, and more. Did you notice, too, the player who won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, which was just such a lovely uh, tribute to his father? May or may not father. play for my Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, my gosh. What a lovely tribute. Yeah. Did you notice when he came up to accept the award, he kissed his wife, he got up on stage, and then he grabbed the award and kind of looked over and he goes, it's Prince Harry. Prince it's Prince, freaking it's, it's Harry. Prince freaking Harry. Yeah. And I'm like, you can tell he's like, just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> Dad's got cancer. He's here. And then he stops and then he starts his beautiful speech. But I mean, yeah. it, I, Prince Harry, they're pulling out all the big well, stars. And, and I mean, if, if you looked in that crowd, oh. it was a who's who of who is currently playing and who used Barry Sanders was there. I know it. In a suit. They tried to make him disappear. <laughs> Anyway, it, it, it's going to be a great weekend. Um, oh, I am so stressed out. Really? Yeah. I'm just, I just want to, I'll feel better once I'm there and I've got my Chiefs hat on and I brought my um, Super Bowl pin from LIV. What, what number would that be? That was two before this one. No, that's not Three accurate. before this one. No, that's still inaccurate. It's, this was either Miami or Phoenix and I don't remember. Okay, it's LIV? Um, I don't have my glasses on. Is it LIIV? No. There, there is no Roman numeral that's L I I. No, that would be fifty three. No, fifty three would be L I I I. If there's an I I I, why can't there be an I I? Well, no, there is an I I, but that's it doesn't go I I V because that would be five minus two, which is three, which would be I I I. What do you see on there? Well, the Lombardi see. Trophy is one of the eyes. It's L I I V. Yes, it is. Not an I. It's just in the middle of the L and the I. Well, that's just poor marketing. We did go, I believe, Sam, if I'm not mistaken, to L-I-I-I, and we lost that one. Isn't that right? No, that pin is from the one we won. I, I, I know, and we lost L-I-I-I. Whatever. To, didn't we lose that one to Tampa Bay? That is my Bay? lucky pin. I don't bring so. me down. I'm pretty sure that's from Miami. I don't remember. <clears throat> I'm going to bring you back some swag. Well, I'm just nice. telling you right now I'm going to bring you back some swag. Well, thank you. That's Thanks. Very, that's very kind. And you weren't you, looking at me. But. And yes, I was, <laughs> Sam, both of you. And I said the same thing to my son, who's not 21. And I said to him, I will, pro I promised, I looked him in the eye and promised him I would take him to the next Super Bowl. And I am promising you both, I will bring you some swag. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, don't forget, we are on uh, KCPT tonight, Channel 19. Whoa. For, uh, this is this is Kansas City Media History, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, Dana and I have been going on that show individually for probably the last 20 years. Uh, tonight, we make our first joint appearance on Kansas City's Week in Review. We've never yeah. been on that show together. And it's all of my work husbands. It's Scott, my current work husband. It is mm -hmm. Dave Helling, my former Channel 5 work husband. It is Kevin Holmes, who is my KCPT work husband, and Nick Haynes, who is always the gracious host. That's right. 
Uh, it starts at 7.30 tonight, replayed at 11 o'clock Like a bizarre on media Sunday. big love. <laughs> Whoa. And we do talk a lot about the Super Bowl. A lot about the Super well, Bowl and know, the World Cup. He, he pointed this out, and for those of you who aren't sports fans, I don't, I don't know how you live that sad life. But if, if, if it's not for you, just remember this. The top 23 most read stories on the Kansas City Star this week it's incredible. were all the Super Bowl. And one of the things we joked about, it's not ha-ha funny, but sort of like unfortunate timing funny, is that the mayor delivered the state of the city address this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a worse week to try to roll out your state of the well, city? No one is listening. The it, state of the city is bathed in red. Yeah. And no one listened to that speech. And I know he got some funding for officers. I saw that. It's so far down the stack and so far down the websites for all of the local media organizations, whatever was in that state of the city, Quentin Lucas could have gotten up there and said, the state of the city is bad. The city is going away. Uh, we're shutting it down. We're shutting the whole city down. We're the city down is bankrupt. Everything's going down. away. No one would no, have read it and, and known that. And here's the other thing. I, I was going through my email earlier today, and you know, I'm a fan. I go to their games. Uh, but I got an email from the Kansas City Current, for those of you who don't know, the women's soccer team here in town. Uh, they've got their new stadium getting ready to open up. They got a season getting ready to start in a month or two, and they're hosting or holding the Kansas City Current is their media day on Monday morning at 1030. Oh, there's going to be some hungover people. Uh, There's not going to be anybody there. Yeah, that's. This is the day after the Super Bowl. Win or lose, the only thing that people are going to be talking about is the Super Bowl in this town. Do you not remember my. Maybe hold that on Wednesday. 3.30 a.m. wake up call with the vacuum guy in the hotel last year. No. 3.30 a.m., I have to be in an Uber to get to the airport to come back home on a Monday. And I said I would never do it again, which is why this year I'm coming back on a Tuesday. You don't remember me saying I'm tired? I'm just in here with the vacuuming guy Oh, yes, I do. You're in the lobby, yeah. I had an eyelash on my phone that didn't belong to me. I mean, Monday is rough. And Monday coming home from Las Vegas is the worst kind of rough. Well, hang on. Let me get some tissue so I can cry you a river. (laughs) Play the world's saddest song on the world's smallest violin. I'm just telling you, I think a lot she of people was, are coming back on Tuesday. Uh, Dana Wright and Kara Markser break down the Super Bowl in a way only they can when we return here on Dana and Parks. Alex Gold from 610 Sports also joining us in a minute. All right, we will get with Alex Gold here in just a moment. But first, I'd like to get his thoughts on this. Kara Markser, who used to be a member of our program, and Dana Wright break down the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl Sunday night. Check. Check Say it again. one, two. That's me. That's me. Yeah. That's me. Except for that. Okay. Uh, edited well. Yeah, right edited very well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's time again, Kara Markser. It is so good to see you. Dana, it's been too long. It always feels like we just have to run into each other during the Super Bowl time. That's what happens when those Chiefs keep going back again and again and again, and now everyone's coming along for the ride. Are you talking about T-Swizzle? Because you know I speak fluent Swifty. I'm aware. I mean, can you even believe people were trying to blame her for the team struggling during the regular season? Everyone's like, oh, Travis is slowing down, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, So his contested catch rate... Amongst tight ends, you know this, is 29th. He just passed Jerry friggin' Rice 
in playoff receptions. Take that, Swift haters! I mean, you don't surpass the San Francisco treat by accident, even in a down year. He still had 21% of the team's air yards with a catch percentage of 77 Get over yourselves, Brads and Chads. Yeah. You think the Chiefs can do it again this year, Kara? Oh, girl, please. I don't think. I know they can do it again. Have you watched their defense? They're fourth in EPA expected and second in yards after contact, often expected percentage. Legereus Sneed oh, and Trent McDuffie are going to eat def- de- are going to eat Debo, Kittle, and Brandon Ayuk alive. Uh-huh. Plus, you'd have to be cray-cray to bet against Mahomes right now. He's the dog, Kara. <laughs> you know that. Care Bear, write it down. He's 10 and 1 and 1 against the spread as an underdog for his entire mm-hmm. career. And if you want a little action on the money line. You know all about those money line dogs. Woof, woof. <laughs> I mean, come on, dog. Andy Reid is 28 and 5 straight up when his teams have an extra week of rest. I mean, why even play the game, San Francisco? I'm getting on my sportsbook apps right now and just loading up my card with plus EV plays. Yeah. I just hope my book doesn't limit my action. No, I love the plus EV play promo code Dana, right? Uh, <laughs> we both know, Kara. We For know. Real. For real. Scared money don't make money, girl. <laughs> God. It's worse than I thought. <laughs> Alex Gold from 610 Sports joining us on the KMZ Hotline from Las Vegas, the site of Super Bowl 58. And we all know, Alex, you know this better than everybody. Scared money don't make money. Girl. What the heck did I just listen to the last couple seconds before I hopped on the air? An absolutely brilliant breakdown. You want to ride my EV bet, Gold? (laughs) I, I I love all the plus EV bets. I mean, Dana's got it figured out. Uh, they are guaranteed locks from Dana Wright right there. <laughs> oh, what is going on there today? And who is the most famous person you've seen? Ooh, so yeah, not as busy as Thursday. We just got done with the, our show and, and starting to pack things up a little bit. Uh, and, and, you know, I would say I'm trying to think CJ Stroud, probably the quarterback of the Houston Texans, Michael Irvin. Those wow. would be two of the bigger names. Uh, thus far around Radio Row. And then uh, Deion Sanders' son, Shadir Sanders, who plays quarterback at, at Colorado. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. Have the uh, 40 winers stopped whining yet about their field conditions at UNLV? Things have slowed down on that. Yeah, just a bunch of whining, already putting in the excuses, Scott. You know, there'll be some referee excuses, I'm sure, come Sunday as well. And then we'll hear about the fire alarm, I guess, that went off at their, their hotel. or right. something. All, you know, more excuses. You know, I heard about that, and it was 10 minutes of alarming alarm sounds. And I, while I feel for the team, things happen when you travel. I, I don't think that someone is trying to <laughs> sabotage their game. Mm. But, boy, their fans do. Well, so I will say this. It, when the Patriots were in the Super Bowl a couple times, there was some, like, conspiracy theories around, you know, were the, were the Patriots intentionally doing some things around their opponent's hotel. So, I actually – I, I don't think it's completely improbable on that one. Not that the Chiefs were doing it this go around, but that, I think there has been some speculation in the past that you know Ooh. when you're when you're staying in some of these other hotels, are there issues? But uh, that also is not why you're going to play poorly. What be four days after, three days after uh, the the fire alarm incident? Now the night before the game or something, I could see that sure. being a little more problematic. Sure. And, and then what are they saying now about the line? Has it changed? Has it moved? And then how are you feeling after seeing the guys practice? Just how do we feel about this going in? So the line movement's been interesting because there just hasn't been line movement, Dana. I, you know, you go and you ask anybody that we've had on our shows around Radio Row, and everybody seems to be picking Kansas City, yet there hasn't been movement. And, 
you know, the reason for that is the the, show, the so-called sharps, if you will, in the betting world uh, continue to believe in San Francisco as the better team. Uh-huh. And so they're still putting their money on San Fran. The problem for them is uh, they said the same thing about Baltimore. That's why we saw the Chiefs become four-and-a-half or five-point underdogs against Baltimore. They said the same thing against Buffalo. So it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense uh, of you know, the majority of the public is all over Kansas City, uh, but the so-called experts on the betting end are actually on San Fran. I think they're going to be wrong again. Yeah, I, I think it would be very commonplace. And I, I'm not going to get into the betting stuff because I don't bet and I don't know anything about it. But, mm, um, unless you're throwing dice. Well, yeah, when I do throw <laughs> dice, I understand how that goes. <laughs> left, right, you know. Never um, but um, every, of course, if you were to ask any person on the street in Kansas City, they're going to say, oh, I think the Chiefs are going to win, blah, blah, blah. But I was watching, like, all the sports shows this morning on ESPN and FS1 and everything, and everybody there thinks the Chiefs are going to win. I know it. Yeah, and you know what it is? I think there's uh, an over – I don't want to say an overcorrection, but so many people were looking at Kansas City from the regular season heading into this postseason justifiably and saying, okay, this team's not good enough. they got way too many flaws. And yet, now that they've gone through a road game at Buffalo, a road game at Baltimore, I think everybody's stepping back and saying, you know what? Mahomes is just like Brady in the sense that so many people bet against Brady fairly early in his career, and yet he made everybody look foolish. He cost people a lot of money. And so the same thing is happening, and it's just the Mahomes effect. Like, hey, on paper, uh, yeah, the the 49ers probably have a better roster. they got more talent on offense than Kansas City, but Patrick Mahomes is one of those really, really special athletes in in our time, uh, and that's why they are likely to win this game. And so you really want to bet against Mahomes again and, I think a lot of people are starting to, to realize that's not a smart decision. Alex, what is the vibe down there? Because one of the things that I was not prepared for when I went down for the Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl was how mean their fans were before I grew to love and know Jason Kelsey and, and some fans of Eagles Nation. I, I, didn't, I wasn't prepared for the hatred and the booing and the, like, just, like, some of their fans were, quite frankly, shockingly mean is it a more festive environment now because everyone's in Vegas and drunk and happy? As part of it also, Dana, it's Philadelphia versus San Francisco, right? Yeah. I mean, there, there's something to be said for Philadelphia sports fans and, and their attitude and how they go about things. I haven't sensed that at all so far. I am curious to see the, the stadium breakdown of crowd. You know, opening night here on Monday, way more Niners fans, or it was just Raiders fans rooting against the Chiefs and booing Patrick Mahomes. I'm not sure. <laughs> um but on Sunday, you know, I, I still think it'll be more Niners fans due to geography, first and foremost. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's 60-40 or 55-40, or 55, excuse me, 50. Uh, in you mean 55-45. Um, math is hard, but I get it. Thank you. Math is terrible. Look, I work in radio, Scott. <laughs> math is not my problem. We're aware. Um, Trust me, yeah, the two exactly. of us are very aware as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I almost made it through a whole week without making a fool myself with math. Uh, but I think it will be the Niners who have, have the edge crowd-wise on Sunday. Yeah. Huh. Um, how is security down there? Around Radio Row, you'd be uh, <laughs> you'd kind of interesting. They have the most, well, <laughs> they have the most – the system they have, I don't want to get too into the details, but, like, there's a spot where the media has to go in to check in, Wait, and then it, you what, walk across – All I'm at – what, what I'm getting at now, is it overbearing, or is or are they kind of under the radar? Oh, no, they're visible, but yeah. I also think, you know, there are people still being – on Tuesday trained how to use the x-ray machine when we were there, if you know what I'm saying. So. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, brother. Hey, real quick, we got to get to break. Uh, 
Who is the most hated team in America right now? The Dallas Cowboys, the New England Patriots, or the Kansas City Chiefs? Just the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. They're winning a lot. The Chiefs, we had a, a Dallas Cowboys running back on the show, Tony Pollard, yesterday, and, and he kind of agreed with us that you know he gets the hate being a Dallas Cowboy, but he thinks the Chiefs are experiencing something similar. This is what happens when you win a lot, and mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't change anytime soon. Alex Gold from 610 Sports, always great to hear your voice. Thank you for your time. No problem. I'll, Thanks, I'll see you tomorrow night. Sounds good. All right, Alex Gold, 10 to 2 every uh, day, uh, weekday, on 610 Sports here on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. She had a mishap uh, over in Japan. Stop it. Wait, wait. Oh, my God, what a good song. She, she had a bit of a mishap during her show in uh, Tokyo hey. last night. Well, tonight. It's this Friday night, but they're a day ahead of us. Uh, Taylor Swift stumbled on the stairs during her Eras Tour concert oh, no. on Friday night, giving the anti-hero uh, singer a fright in front of more than 50,000 fans at the Tokyo Dome in Japan. There's a lot of dancing going on. A video shared on social media showed Swift tripping over her long dress as she descends several steps on her elevated Folklore cabin. Yep. No idea what I just No, I know exactly what dress you're talking about. Uh, But the pop star did not take a tumble, and she shook it off. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Quoting here from Taylor, speaking to the crowd in Japan, my life flashed before my eyes. It's all good. Everything's fine. Everything's great. I'm just so happy I didn't fall. There's a point in that song, Sam, that I played for Scott in my car that's got some booming speakers in it. Just go in a little bit, and she goes... Are you ready for it? Boom, boom, boom. That was the part that I just played. Yeah, I said to Scott, when she's performing that song, like flames and fireworks, like all of the things Scott likes. Oh, that's the part of the show that sets off the seismic scales. Oh, that is the part where the earth, yeah, what do you call the seismologist? Seismologist. Yeah. Seismology, if right. there's more I than mean, one. I w- mean, there, there was more than one in every city she's been in. Seismologizers? No, they're just seismologi. Okay. Bomb, okay. Bomb. I, I looked it up. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, we were talking with Alex Gold about uh, some of the bets going on. Uh, here are some of the bizarre uh, prop bets yep. that are being offered. Wait on me. Uh, of course, who, who, who loses the coin toss? Who wins the coin toss? Yeah, boring. Uh, which team scores first? Will Taylor Swift be shown five times or more No. during the Super Bowl? Does the national anthem go over or under 90 seconds? Will Usher perform his hit song, Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's and a betting line? That's, it, that should be a 100 to mm-hmm. nothing betting line. Will it, will it be the first song he plays somewhere in the middle or his last? By the way, he's a genius. He uh, released his most recent album late last night called Coming Home. Okay. Oh yeah, they Genius. don't they don't get anything from the Super Bowl yeah. other than publicity. Yeah. So why not capitalize so, on a, it? Every artist who ever performs the halftime show, because they know months and months and months in advance, should record an album and put it out the day before the Super Bowl. Yep. 
Because you're guaranteed people are going to rush and listen to it. And, and maybe play one of those. New, now, stay with the hits. Well, and I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that they are allotted a budget for their stage setup, and anything over that budget comes out of their own pocket. So they were talking, you know, the, uh, the Today Show, by the way, was at Union Station this morning, um, and they were talking there about surprise guests that he may bring out on stage. And um, Nicki Minaj is a possibility. Wow. Justin Bieber is a possibility. Uh, Ludacris is a possibility. And then they showed Taylor Swift and even mentioned her as a possibility. Wouldn't that no be way. insane? I don't, I don't see it. No way that happened. There's no way. No, because her she's been saying the entire time, I just don't want, just want to watch football. I just want to watch the game. And And you saw her the last time she was at Arrowhead saying, please don't. When they came, she noticed that they were showing her on the jumbo yeah. truck. She was like, "Please stop." Well, in the last game, wasn't she like? She was in the suite, of course. She was hiding in the back. But of the she was suite. like three yeah. rows yeah. back or something. Now I could see Justin Bieber being at the top of that potential list of guest stars because he got his start thanks to Usher. True, and 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 Ludacris and him do the song "Yeah" together. Correct. Oh, yeah, I love that song. Uh, will either team score in the last two minutes of the game? Of course. What color will the Gatorade bath be? Uh huh. Um, do, 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 do. And which player will be shown first during the national anthem? I, I'm a little surprised that they still do the how long is the national anthem going to last bet? Because remember last year, someone either recorded it or leaked the rehearsal, whoever it was practicing. And I remember there was like some scuttlebutt over that because you do have to have a sound check. You do have to have oh, a mic sure. check. Of course. You know, it, the biggest stage in the world that the performer wants to go out and um, test the waters before the actual live performance. So to me, it's very easy to leak how long. Uh, It was Chris Chris Stapleton. Yeah, Yeah. last year was Chris Stapleton, and I have since argued that they should never have anybody else do it, just replay his on the Jumbotron. It was so good. God, it was so good. Remember how good that was? I mean, there's a lot of artists out there who try to add their own touch. Chris just sat in his chair, played his guitar. You know, it, it, it will forever bother me a little bit not a lot. I'm not, I'm not, don't worry, I'm not losing sleep or skipping meals for this. But that Whitney Houston, who I thought delivered, and I think most people would agree, delivered the most beautiful rendition yes. of the national anthem in the early 90s. Um, it was recorded. Yep. She was lip syncing. I wish I didn't know that. And I didn't know that until you dumped that turd on my plate. And now every time I see that, I, I think that was one of the greatest performances of all time now, that was Millie Vanilli. Now, in fairness, she did actually sing it. Of course. In a studio about three weeks prior. So sad. Yeah, Reba's going to have some major shoes to fill following up a Chris Stapleton national. Oh, I, I think, see, I'm a, I'm a Reba fan. I think she can do it. No problem. If the players aren't in tears, she didn't. She wasn't as good as Chris. You know who always <laughs> cries? Have you noticed this when they play the national anthem every single time you see tears? And I mean, this year, they will cut to him, and he's he has tears on his face, and that's our Chris Jones. Oh, really? Every time. Look back even at the last game. They go to him, and he's kind of like... He's a true patriot. Like His eyes he are closed. He's that's kind right. of like bouncing back and forth, and you can tell he's deep in meditation or thought or just awe. Of the performance, I cry. I cry. And he cries. Well, when when we go to sporting, um, which is every game, yep. And they do the nat. We always get there early, and they do the national anthem. And I, I would say probably fifty percent of the time, I cry when they're doing that. Yep. It just gets me in my feels. It's tough. Uh, by the way, uh, Jesse Reed, Commander Jesse Reed, uh, Top Gun pilot, good friend of the program, uh, will be joining us at five o'clock this afternoon. He's doing Festivus Friday with me. 
And so check that out. Uh, at so fun. At 3.15 this afternoon, the CEO of the Kansas City Sports Commission, Kathy Nelson, will be joining us. She did not make the trip to Las Vegas. She's in town. She is swamped. I'm so sad. I, I talked to her earlier today. She's I'm like, so sad. I've been in World Cup meetings all yeah, day. What could she be doing? Well, what are you I mean, talking about? She, she's even, doing World Cup meetings. No, that's, I, even I Chris so said to me, um, will you see Kathy when you're down there? And I said, she's not going. Mm-mm. And he said, what do you mean she's not going? And I'm like, she literally works 24 hours a day right mm-hmm. now. Oh, she, we, we were and t- they're in parade preps. Yeah, we, we talked very briefly uh, when I was trying to line up the interview. And um, she said, hey, I just got out of a meeting, World Cup. She goes, Scott, I have, I have not slept in days. I know. This poor woman. I know. I, I remember when they had the draft, she wasn't sleeping. Yeah, she, you know, it's it's just going to be like get through the next year kind of thing and then. Well, hit, get through the, the next gas, year and then you got to go to the World Cup. Get the gas again for World Cup and yeah. then, yeah, yeah. It's just, anyway, she'll join us at 315. She's always great Which to have why on why you the shouldn't air. have bothered her the day before the Super Bowl. <laughs> Thought it'd be nice to have a little chat. No, I'm so excited to talk to her. You know how much I adore her. And, I just, she's so busy. And Josh Klingler from 610 Sports. He's also the sideline reporter for the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. He will be joining us at 4.15 this afternoon from Las Vegas. He just, actually, he hasn't even landed. He texted me from the plane. Are the pilots all saying touchdown Kansas City when we touch down? I have no idea. Oh, I'm so excited for that moment. <laughs> Quick break. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798-586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. Got another sky artist running around there, Sammy boy. What did they paint in the sky this time? Oh, yeah, we have another flight pattern. Sorry, I didn't quite hear what you said. Uh, It looks like they left out of Lee Summit Municipal Airport, and they crossed much of the metro as they drew their best attempt at an arrowhead uh, with the KC in the middle and the Chiefs below it. That is cool. That is really cool. This one looked a little bit more like an independent pilot. Uh, (laughs) More abstract artwork. While the other one was more... More more like an Etch-A-Sketch? You know, maybe a guy in a single-engine plane who was just having a little fun. Kind of like a second grader trying to paint uh, compared to Picasso or something. Uh They tried their best. They Mm -hmm. showed their chief spirit. I'm all for it. Uh, There is some other news uh, today. We'll get back into the Chiefs here in just a minute. Uh, From the New York Post, a Colorado couple collected funds from hundreds of families for their eco-friendly funeral services. Yep. Money that they then spent on cars, cryptocurrency, and designer jewelry while the bodies rotted yep. in their decrepit facility, according to court documents. John and Carrie Holford build their return-to-nature funeral home business as a return to the traditional way of burial. Meaning we'll toss them in a pile out back. Offering yep. biodegradable interment and cremation for up to $1,800. But instead of following through in their promises to bury these clients' loved ones with dignity, the couple blew through the cash on big-ticket items, including a 92,000 GMC Yukon, 28,000 Infiniti SUV. Yep. Between 2019 and... I'm not laughing. Between 2019 and 2023, the pair also splurged on cryptocurrency, lavish trips, and four-figure spending sprees at Tiffany and Company and Gucci. Can I ask a weird question, and then I have another weird question? Mm -hmm. If you are taking the family's money up front to do the cremation services or bury the bodies, 
you've got the money. It doesn't really cost you any more. You're not putting them in like a $6,000 underground you're, casket. No, you're putting them in the ground. You're putting them in the ground. Without so why not just put them in the ground? It wouldn't have caught. They would, they would have still had all of that money. Yeah. One thing they didn't buy was a shovel. Notice that? That's what I don't understand. That's question number one. Question number two, there have been an uncomfortably large amount of these stories in the stack in the last couple years. Mm -hmm. I don't know who regulates funeral homes. My guess is it's the state. That would be my guess. Do we not have enough um, inspectors inspectors for that? Well, and how do you get to 200 bodies? Right. I mean, the first five, you're like, hey, we got some fun money. Right. About 20, you're like, okay, honey, we need to stop. At two hundred, or or how, how about this? Hey, honey, before we go out and spend this money, maybe let's take Jane out back and put her six feet in. Yeah, let's use a couple of these free thousands that we've gotten by a backhoe, so that at least they're in the ground. Uh, One hundred eighty-nine bodies that they vowed to dispose of properly and with dignity were stored unrefrigerated. Wow! In a room that was infested with bugs. Authorities say when they went into the room, it was liquid decomposition. Gross! I mean, that's hazmat suit material right there. Oh, by the way, and in some cases, they gave families bags of mixed concrete instead of their loved one's ashes. Oh, my gosh! With little pebbles in there, yeah. Uh, And you're right, hazmat. uh, It says here, when authorities finally did execute a search warrant, the floors of the storage areas were so... Okay, I, okay, all right. I don't need to hear that. That they had to I mean, my God. figure something else out. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, there, don't read there it. There were some who were military. Don't re- um. So is it one count per victim yeah, well, I would hope so. of desecration of a corpse? I would hope so. Yeah, I uh Because you know how like there are times where someone I don't know will rob six banks and they're charged with one. And I've always said, especially with these types of embezzlement cases or funeral cases, like those types of cases, why are they only facing two counts when there were seventy six yeah, victims? I, I've never understood that. Like um I'm trying it's to think. not one collective crime every single time you do the crime. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of a, a recent case. There was one not too long ago where I remember thinking to myself, why are they charged with like 15 counts. Well, doesn't that come down to evidence and what they can readily prove in court? Well, you got 189 bodies in there, Sam. Well, and, for them, they're yeah. all dead. <laughs> for them, they have a whole lot of evidence. <laughs> a big old pile of it. I mean, I don't know. I know. Got to take that jet to Vegas for some dinner and fly back. Buy the most expensive Yukon. don't pay for itself. That's right. That's right. <laughs> a $92,000 Yukon is the most expensive model. We talked about it with a uh, Metro mayor. Yes, uh, that would be the mayor of Kansas City, Kansas. Remember that. Does not have that vehicle. No, he does, no, he does not. not. Oops, smart move. Did fire you, sale. Did you see, did you see the, <laughs> <laughs> the fire sale? Did you see the mayor of KCK is is taking a leave of absence? He's, he's apparently not well. It's a medical leave, correct? I saw yeah, that. Yes, I yes, didn't he, read the story, but I saw the headline. And, and, and they weren't specific. And... and I don't know that it's really any of our business just to know that he's not available, that he's having a medical issue. I, I would assume that's pretty much all we need to know. Okay. But I, I just thought of it when we were talking about him, and I just wanted to, you know, we, we said some pretty tough things regarding the car a couple years ago. But but just please know that we still wish the of mayor course. well. Of course. And, and hope nothing but the best for him. Uh, California elementary school principal has been placed on leave for conducting an unauthorized drill in which she allegedly pretended to shoot students 
and even said seven kids were dead. Good God. Uh, Nina Denson, who is the principal of Washington Elementary School in San... These kids are going to be the most traumatized generation America has ever produced Mm -hmm. because of the drills, the guns, the shootings, the hide under your desk and shut the door, but pick a desk up and fight if you can when the... what are we doing to these kids? Uh, Why are you doing this to me on a Friday before I get on a flight to watch the game? I don't want to talk about this. It makes me so mad. What the heck? You, this makes me so mad. According to one parent, quote, regarding the principal, she proceeded to walk around campus, pretended to shoot the kids that she saw using her finger right. and banging on windows. From what I heard, she said to one of the students, boom, you're dead. Okay. Okay. Do you know if a kid went around doing that? They would be expelled. They'd be expelled. They would be expelled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the kids was only four years old. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we we are... Uh, <laughs> Our generation is the worst. I think we're the worst, it Scott. The worst. <laughs> I, I think we're the worst. Quick break. Uh, we're going to visit with Kathy Nelson, the CEO of the Kansas City Sports Commission at 315. Don't forget, Festivus Friday this afternoon at 5 o'clock here on Dan and Parks. Dan Weinbaum. All Chiefs shirted out. He's ready to go. News coming up in two minutes here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.